I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 113 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action that is coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, my guest today is the first class father responsible for creating the popular Spartan races. They are the most challenging obstacle course races in the world. He is also a best-selling author and just an all-around inspirational human being. Joe DeSena will be joining me here in just a minute, so please stick around for the interview. We are closing in on Christmas, and today is my daughter's class party in pre-K. It's going to be a very exciting event, and I'm going to be throwing up some pictures on Instagram and Twitter, so follow me over there to check them out. I would love to hear more feedback from you guys as far as suggestions for the podcast, whether that's topics you'd like to have me discuss or guests you'd like to have me interview. Uh, So please hit me with a DM on Twitter or Instagram. Let me know what you think. Uh, Quite a few of you have said you would like to hear me interview more politicians on the podcast, Uh, so I will do my best to reach out to some of them and see what I can come up with. The only politician I've had on the show so far is John James, and I was very fortunate to have him on the podcast on Election Day. So uh, you can hear that interview back on Episode 96. I try to stay away from politics as much as I can just because there's so much hatred and negativity surrounding every single issue. Uh, My favorite political philosophy came from Democrat John F. Kennedy when he said, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. And as a father, I think you can really just substitute family in there for country, and it really makes a lot of sense. Uh, I honestly believe if we just spend more time strengthening our family units, strengthening our family values, and just showing family life as a worthy ideal, uh, things would drastically change from that negative vibration that seems to always be humming in this country. So I will definitely be reaching out to politicians on both sides of the aisle to see if I can secure a couple of interviews for the upcoming year here. As for the rest of this year, tomorrow I will be joined by Justin McClure and Friday Joel Marion will be here with me. I will be posting a poll on Instagram that will run until New Year's Eve. I will be asking you guys to vote on your favorite episode of 2018. I'm going to post it up there with the the list of my top 10 most downloaded episodes of the year so you guys can have some choices. So let's have some fun with that. I'll be announcing the winner on my first episode back in 2019. Uh, Maybe I'll announce it on social media. We'll see how it goes, see what kind of buzz it generates. Uh, So please tell your friends about First Class Fatherhood. We really have something special going on here. Please let any father in your circle know about this. Uh, I am going to keep up and scale up my celebration of fatherhood in 2019. Fatherhood rocks, family values rule. And every day is Father's Day right here on the podcast that hit number one seven times this year on iTunes for kids and family. And we made it as far as number 68 on the overall podcast charts in the United States. And we even hit number 80 on the United Kingdom charts charts for the overall British iTunes charts. Uh, So the sky is the limit. Right now, I am going to smack you guys with a quick little spot here, and I'll be right back with Joe DeSena. I'm Alec Lace, and you are listening to First Class Fatherhood. I cannot say thank you enough to all the listeners out there. You will hear a word from my sponsors in the middle of today's interview. If you would like to help me make First Class Fatherhood ad-free, please consider becoming a supporter of the podcast by hitting the link in the description of today's podcast episode. Welcome back to First Class Fatherhood. Joining me now is a first-class father. He is the CEO and co-founder of the Spartan Race. 
He is also the author of Spartan Up, a take-no-prisoner's guide to overcoming obstacles and achieving peak performance in life. He built a multi-million dollar pool and construction business while in college and also created a Wall Street trading firm. He now has his sights set on ripping a hundred million people off of their couches and creating the Spartan lifestyle. It is a great privilege for me to say Joe DeSena, welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Let's do it. All right, let's go. How many kids do you have and how old are they? I've got four kids and they are six. I got to think for a second. 6, 9, 11, 13. Awesome. Yeah, you're right there with me. I got four myself, three boys and a girl. What type of sports or activities are they into? Oh, they're into uh, hockey, skiing, swimming, wrestling, track, uh, you name it. Wow, awesome. Do you get involved with coaching at all with the kids, or do you uh, more cheer them on from the stands? I coach a daily workout that we've been doing with them for six and a half years. So um, every day they've been training. I've had kung fu masters and and uh, wrestling coaches, but but my job is every morning at five five and change, depending on where we live, to wake them up, get them going, and uh, and get them outside. All right, Joe. Please take a minute here to tell my listeners a little bit about your background and what you do. Yeah. So I, I own uh, and built a company called Spartan. We put on races all over the world, two hundred and seventy five events. Uh, 41 countries. All right, Joe, when did fatherhood come into the picture for you, and how did becoming a dad kind of change your perspective on life? Came in late for me. I was, um, I got to do the math here, but I was like uh, 36, 37. And I just had a vision after um, seeing so many families. I used to clean swimming pools and do construction work as a kid, and I saw 700 families, some that worked, some that didn't. People got divorced, people went to jail, and I, just like Bruce Lee, I took the good and I discarded the bad, and I said, um, I'm probably going to get married later. I'm going to try to get married later, try to find a woman and, and uh, have children later because it, it just seemed to make more sense that way for me based on what I saw as a kid growing up. Okay, cool. All right, I know you're big into fitness, obviously, and it seems like the market is really flooded with so many different types of health and fitness programs, but despite that fact, we are still seeing a big problem amongst our young kids, uh, I guess due to the fact of the internet and technology, but we're still seeing you know, a big problem with health, fitness, and obesity. So how can we kind of change the mindsets of our kids so that that pattern doesn't continue? I don't think it's the kids that have to change their mindset. I think it's the parenting. I, um, I, listen, food, all kinds of food, mostly junk food is at our fingertips all day, every day. Um, kids have video games and phones accessible to them all day, every day. And so unless you're parenting, um, and going against the grain of society, right? Because, because you're going to have an upset kid when you're pushing them outside and you're, and you're getting them to work out every day and you're giving them only healthy foods when all their friends have a different lifestyle different parenting styles um but you're you have to be that parent and so that's the parents we're trying to be um our kids were out you know 6 a.m this morning in a very cold uh boston area pushing sleds and and, and dragging change i'm I'm sure that the neighbors and the and their friends thought they were nuts but um that's what we do our our family uh pushes hard and tries to eat healthy 
Yeah, and obviously, Joe, a big part of that problem and a challenge for many dads is technology, which has really simplified everything, and video games, which are so far enhanced and so addictive now. So how do you handle technology time, video game time with your kids? My, my policy, our policy in the house is, look, you got to do your workout, you got to drink your green juice, you got to do your math, and you got to do your Mandarin. If they get all that done with their homework, then they can get on uh, and play some games. But it's not going to consume their lives. And, and as soon as it does that day, it's retracted from them. We take it away. So, um, look, I'm going to let them play some video games, but, um, but it's not going to consume their life. Uh, but you've got to be a hard parent because, because kids will push back. And so it's really how committed are you as a parent to this philosophy? Um, uh, the kid always wins if you, if you, don't, if you don't take a stand. Well said. Uh, were you a dad that was out there uh, when the kids were small, running with one of those uh, with the running stroller and all that? I had the stroller. We were running. We were running around. Um, but even more so, I was I was getting my kids to run. My our I keep saying my 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 wife and I both have the children together. Our um, two boys, our oldest was eight. He ran the Boston Marathon. His brother was seven. He ran the New York Marathon. So it wasn't just pushing them in a stroll. It was getting them to um, get out there and run as well because although that sounds strange and I sound like some crazy parent, the reality is in most parts of the world, kids will walk 8 or 10 miles to school. You know, like, so it's no big deal. Uh, We just, the only reason it seems like a big deal is because we sit on a couch all day. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Uh, Do you have any specific races or obstacle courses designed specifically for kids? We have 110,000 kids coming through our, our races all over the world, 41 countries. And uh, we even have a, a kids' world championship outside of Vegas. Uh, this was the first year. So um, we are very involved. We were talking to an organization that's in 4,000 schools uh, this morning. We're very involved uh, in getting kids out and healthy. All right, it is now time for a word from today's sponsors, and I'll be right back with more of the action on First Class Fatherhood. Awesome. Okay, I know you're a very well-disciplined person, but how are you with handling discipline as a father? Are you a timeout guy, a spanker? How do you handle discipline as a dad? Um, you hate to spank. It's only happened a few times, but I but I have one uh, wild son that just uh, likes to push my buttons. But um, but other than, other than that, it's uh, timeout. You're going to lose your phone. You're going to lose something you like. But but if you keep pushing, and, and our kids are good. I mean, they've been disciplined for a long time. They're doing workouts every single morning. That that changes their their fabric. You know, um, they tend they tend to listen. Okay, you finished so many uh, challenging races and obstacle courses in your life. Uh, what to you has been the most difficult event uh, that you've competed in? I think it was the Iditarod, which is the uh, dog sled race across Alaska. I did by foot, and it was awful. It was miserable. Uh, Waist-deep snow, you know, eight-plus days, uh, 30 below temperatures, um, complete whiteout. That was uh, that was brutal. Yeah, Joe, that's that whole mindset of getting comfortable uh, being uncomfortable. I, I've been fortunate enough to have, you know, over a dozen Navy SEALs on the podcast, and they really um, embody that philosophy. Um, but how do we kind of convince the average parent that they should be seeking discomfort and that that is somehow going to improve their life? Well, I think everybody listening has heard of this idea of practicing yoga, you know, having a good practice in meditation, 
Um, we practice sports. But one thing we don't tend to practice is adversity. And so um, by practicing adversity, by practicing the tough times, by taking the cold showers, doing the burpees, going outside when the temperatures aren't great, uh, what it does, it, it makes you harder to kill. I use that figuratively. But if you don't practice adversity, how are you going to react when you face adversity? Uh, simple examples, when the car doesn't start, when the coffee's too cold, when there's no Wi-Fi on the plane, do you tend to get upset, right? Do you flip out at, at, at ridiculous things? I see many people that do, right? They're stuck in traffic. They're banging on their horn. That happens because you don't practice adversity. If you practice adversity and you, and you experience the tough times and you get comfortable being uncomfortable, then guess what happens? When you face these ridiculous little setbacks, these speed bumps, you don't flip out. Well said. Uh, all right, Joe. Yeah, one thing I speak about quite often on the podcast is that it seems like to me anyway that uh, there is an attack in this country on fatherhood and family life through movies, TV, and media. And uh, that's part of the reason why I like to bring on high-profile, successful people like yourself to, to kind of change that mindset of this false perception that's being sold about fatherhood, uh, that it's kind of something that people should be avoiding and not something they should embrace. You know, I, there, there's a generation now globally, um, it's not just the United States, where everybody's focused on me, you know, themselves. And uh, fatherhood and motherhood, right, it's hard work. It's hard work. There was a great uh, video passed around the Internet two or three years ago where folks were interviewing for a job. And the interviewer was saying, look, it's going to be long, sleepless nights. You're going to be up most of the time. You're going to be standing. There's going to be very little food. And went through all these things the job would entail. And every person interviewed said, why the hell would I do that? Right? No pay, sleepless nights, very little... Well, it turns out that's what being a father or a mother is. <laughs> and, and, and so in this, in this world of me, 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 right, I get everything at my fingertips. I, 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 on social media, I get all the food. I, like, why would people want that? And I, I guess I would argue that um, me, me, me doesn't last very long. Like, it's going to come to a halt, a screeching halt, because uh, it takes a village to make to make things work you can't only be focused on yourself this idea of popular popularism right where it's just uh just about me so i think i think that's the reason it's happening um but let me tell you i don't know of a person male or female that has had a child and not said to me two minutes later and two years later this is the greatest thing i've ever had in my life so so you're missing out if you're focused on yourself and you don't want to have children yeah, I agree with you 100%. Um, all right, we're into the holiday season here. So what kind of traditions or what kind of fun things will you be doing with your family this holiday season? We go away. We're going skiing. Um, and I'm bringing, I told my, my kids this morning, I'm bringing this 80-pound rusty chain that I have, which is going to be a bear to travel with. But um, we're going to bring it. And every day on our holiday, we're going to be dragging it. Uh, each kid's got to drag it for five minutes, which isn't doesn't sound like a big deal, but Try dragging an 80-pound chain um, for five minutes straight. It's, it's work. So uh, I don't know if they were excited or upset when I told them we were doing that. All right. You've had so many accomplishments uh, in your life already, Joe. Uh, what do you have your sights set on for the future? Uh, what are your goals for 2019? I think the big one um, for me is just uh, is just 
a little more time with the family. Um, you know, I'm a workaholic. I think I think we could all get wrapped up in our work, and uh, I've got to figure out a little more work-life balance in 2019 um, because right now it's a work-work balance. And, um, you know, now we're living in Boston. We lived all over the world, knock on wood. We had a, a great last three years. We were in Vancouver, Tokyo, and Singapore, and now we're in Boston where the office is. And I'm just spending so much time commuting that uh, I just don't see the kids as much, and i got to figure that out. Very cool. And where is the best place, Joe, for my listeners to connect with you and find out more about you? Well, anybody could always send me an email directly, joe at spartan.com. But you can go to spartan.com. You can go to Spartan Up the Podcast. You can check out our books. We wrote a couple of New York Times bestsellers that'll, that'll get you into this mindset. Um, and, I'm, and I'm working on, uh, I'm working on a kid's book uh, for, the exact, for the exact reasons uh, we're talking about here, to get, get kids a little more resilient and gritty. All right, I'll be including a link in the description of this podcast episode, so all my listeners have to do is tap the link, and they'll be able to connect with you. Last thing I'm going to hit you with here, Joe, I love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast, what type of advice could you give to that new dad or to that about-to-be father who's out there listening? I would say um, you're going to be given the choice each and every day to go the hard way or go the easy way, and I can assure you that almost always the hard way is the right way. Um, we, we all instinctively want to protect our kids, but, um, but we're not preparing them when we do that for what's to come. So um, any other animal in the animal kingdom gets their cub ready for the world and, and everything that it's going to have to face and, um, and, and just completely protecting them and doing everything for them does not help them for, for what's to come. Well said. Yeah, Joe, I love the message. Uh, It's really been an honor talking with you here today. And I got to say, thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time right here on First Class Fatherhood. You're awesome. All right, guys, Joe DeSena. I will be right back after a quick spot. Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I have got to give a special thank you once again to Joe DeSena for giving me a few minutes of his time right here. Uh, That was awesome. Please hit me up on Twitter. Drop me a DM over on Instagram. Let me know what you guys thought about today's episode. I always love to hear your feedback. We have got two more episodes to go before I shut it down for 2018. Join me here tomorrow. I'll be joined by First Class Father, Justin McClure. And then Friday, going to close it out with a bang with highly successful entrepreneur, Joel Marion. So I hope to see you guys back here tomorrow in episode 114. That's all I got for you guys today. If you have a chance, please get over there to iTunes. Hit me with a rating uh, and a review. It would really go a long way to help me out. Throw me a little Christmas present, and I will greatly appreciate it. Um, I'm Alec Lakes. You guys have been listening to First Class Fatherhood. And please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are first class fathers. Your half-truths and